joining us for Producers Picks, our mini episodes between seasons where a member of our podcast team recommends a great show from a past season. I'm one of our producers and hosts, Candace Block, and this week I recommend episode number five, Remote Production, a versatile model for modern times. In the episode, I have a conversation with Brandon Block, the CEO and co-founder of the remote production company, Home Team Global Content, followed by a chat with Gary Adcock, a workshop instructor and the program manager of the remote production conference. What follows are a couple of highlights from that episode. You can find a link directly to the full episode in the show notes, as well as a link to our show page with all of the archived episodes. I chose this episode because I'm really impressed by the incredible amount of benefits of remote production, and I enjoyed learning more about a production method that is definitely here to stay. It's also like the client's willingness to to do it. Like as clients get more used to this and understand, yes, you can save money on flights, airfare, per diems, baggage fees, car rentals, hotels. Great. So that is great more of your budget goes into the production. You save time because like I outlined before, you're able to like compress timelines. We've done this at Comich, the Starbucks project was shooting in 30 some cities on a single day. So we know that's possible. So you could compress your schedule. But what where it gets really exciting and fun is talking about the creative opportunities it opens. And so that's why I think more people are coming to us and more people are seeing the creative possibilities that are unlocked. For example, with a tech client, let's say a global tech brand, and we, we work with a number of them, you want to tell the global story of that tech brand. Well, you don't want to just shoot that in LA or you don't want to just shoot that in Atlanta. Like for this AR client last year, we shot that in Tokyo, Sydney, London, Paris, New York, Boulder, Colorado, San Francisco, LA, and you know, and a number of other places. And so it's all to say like we're helping people tell their stories on a global scale. People listening to this in DC. I used to work at the State Department, so I know for sure. We wanted to tell the story of America and the world and how America interacted with the world. So at the time I had to go. And if I wanted to tell a story, I had to go choose one story and I had to go fly there and go tell the story. But now I would say we'd be able to tell that story of America for a federal government client in a more complete way. You know, we could, if the story was, what does American education look like or something? I'd say we don't need to just cherry pick one or two schools. We could say, what does the first day of school look like in every one of the 50 states? So it opens up like just... It expands all the possibilities. Yeah, creatively. And you could tell more diverse stories because you're not going to the same places all the time and more unique stories. And this is a real important part of what remote production has done is by expanding the workforce, it's allowed access to people that are not geocentrically located to your position. And that brings in the ability to, to hire, you know, more women, people of color, people who, who are disabled into the workforce because we're no longer bound by geographical limitations. Yeah, you have the whole, the whole world at your access. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's an important part about this because that shows that 
this flip in COVID that panicked everybody, you know, we're going to do remote learning. It became something a little bit more when you take it in context of how it has the capability of changing our future and for the future of those around us. Yeah, definitely the the pandemic has a uniquely weird silver lining for remote production, at least getting a lot more people accustomed to what it is as even people outside of the production world, everyday people have had to use a lot of the tools of remote production. And that's a good point, Candice, because it's that. I mean, it's people that never thought they would ever do video conferencing, you know, from their home, mm-hmm. you know, oh, we had we have video conferencing systems in our in our offices, but they didn't have it at home. And they found out how difficult and how complicated it was to actually maintain a remote connection, what they needed to do. And I think it's a fundamental change in the way workforce is going to go forward, particularly for those people who do things like writing, editing, graphics. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can now do where you don't have to be in a co-located office. And I think that's a change for the good for most people. To listen to the rest of this episode, check out the link in the show notes. You can see any and all of our episodes at wifv.org slash podcast or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Media and Monuments will return with all new content for season two early this fall.